I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, I'd love for you to tell everybody out there how they can find us. Guys, if you're looking for us, we're probably on the Internet. All you got to do is type in unseemlyquestions.com, like it says down there, or at on six, at six unseemly on all the media. Great. This is great stuff, Dave. Thanks. Thank all you. Right, so uh, why don't we get started with the show? Welcome to Six and Seemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Varnado. This is my sidekick, Dave Rizitsky. Thank you for coming out even again, Dave. Uh, We're going to have a great show today. Our contestant on the show is Jay Stern. Oh, yes. Welcome. Welcome, Jay. Welcome to the show, Jay Stern. Thank you. Hello, America. We also have fans in Ireland. Yeah, but I don't care about Ireland. Wow. Okay. Well... Too bad for Ireland, I guess. Uh, what Jay, about Scotland? Uh, you care about Scotland? Yeah, I think Scotland gets a pasture. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Jay, thank you for coming to the show. We have a wonderful uh, studio audience today. Our studio audience today is Jill Bernard. Jill Bernard, hi. Hi. All hi. right. Thanks for being our studio audience. Jay, I'm going to tell you how the show works, and then we're going to get started with the show. Uh, I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of every question, I will ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring the bell, and I will tell you why. Uh, Regardless of how many bells you get at the end of the show, depending on your performance in the show, I will give you $5 if it's worth paying you $5 for being on the show. If not, I will not give you $5. Understood? Understood. All right, let's get to your first question. Uh, Jay, your first question. What's the most surprising thing about being a college professor? <laughs> oh, you're thinking of something that you're my, laughing about. Are my, you going to tell my, us that thing or is there another thing? My answer might jeopardize my job at the college. Oh, okay, but so the, we can't. <laughs> it's not like, oh, all the, all the ritual murder. That's not... Uh, What's more uh, important, your job or giving us a good answer to this question? At this point, my job, you know, the economy, what it is now. and the, you know, I agree the, with you, Jay. You I still agree with you. A good it's more answer important to here. keep your job. So if you can't tell us the most surprising thing, maybe it's just something that's surprising I, to us. I, 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 would, I would say the most surprising thing to me was that it's actually pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's pretty easy? The job is pretty easy. How, how does it qualify as easy? What do you... Yeah, well, what do I, you... I make movies, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy for me to tell other people how to make movies. Oh, so so it's just an easy job. Would you say, have you ever had like a job like at a Walgreens? I have not had a, I had a job at a bookstore once. Okay. Is it easier than your job at the bookstore? Yes. Really? You have to, that sounds you have to like move pretty boxes easy. Around the I don't have to haul boxes around at all. I don't deal with like crazy customers trying to shortchange me, you know, late at night. I don't have like a, a, a really jerky boss. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's sounds like it's pretty easy. I don't easy. have to alphabetize anything <laughs> on a shelf. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm going to give you a bell on that question. I'll tell you why. <laughs> because uh, 
that was really surprising that it was easier than working at a bookstore. Because when you think yeah. about working at a bookstore, it's like, you know, I think that's pretty easy. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever worked as... at a bookstore, Jill? No, I have not. I worked at a Starbucks and that was pretty hard. Oh, well, if you want an easy job, be a college professor. Yeah, because really? academia. Yeah. Ah. Uh, great. Okay, well, uh, great job on your first question, Jay. Uh, so now is a chance for you to tell people a little bit about yourself. Just tell people what you do. Uh, I am a filmmaker and occasionally a theater director, and I also teach. Uh, at university. And Victor and I run a short comedy film festival we've been doing for 18 years. We have. Uh, the Iron Mule Short Comedy Film Festival. Exactly. Uh, you can check us out at ironmulefest.com. All right. Uh, Dave, what's mm-hmm. your guess at the actual most surprising thing about being a college professor? What do you, what would you think, what do you think your guess is for that? Uh, maybe the most surprising thing? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe would it be something to do with the students? Has anyone ever tried to like be your friend outside of school? <laughs> oh, this is fruitless. Okay, Jill, <laughs> what is your guess at what was actually the most surprising thing? I recently tried to go back to college and I couldn't do it because this is what bothered me the most and was the surprising. It felt like a lot of the other students didn't particularly want to be there. Mm-hmm. Is that true, Jay? Do you find like there's a high percentage of students who are there in the class and you they don't seem to want to be? There are fewer in my classes because if you're taking a film class and you want to make movies, there's a built-in excitement to it. But there's a higher percentage of students at the college who seem to not want to be there. I would agree that is surprising. Okay, but obviously not even close to the most surprising thing. I'm going to say with uh, ritual murders, like the professors are all part of a cult and they have ritual murders of the the, the slowest antelope student. Uh, time for question number two. Okay. <laughs> question number two. What was your best Halloween costume? Best Halloween costume has to have been um, when I dressed up as Klaus Nomi. That was two years ago. Uh, the Klaus Nomi. Klaus Nomi, the German avant-garde uh, 1980s uh, performer. Uh, he was uh, known for his uh, weird recording of like songs like The Wicked Witch is, Wicked uh-huh. Witch is Dead and, and Falsetto. He appeared as David Bowie's part of David Bowie's backup band on Saturday Night Live. Um, crazy, crazy uh, costume work. And I had a friend of mine help build a costume was, for me. Was your favorite part of that costume the uh, the multiple opportunities it gave you to explain just how much you know about Klaus Nomi? <laughs> I was at a party and I was thrilled at how many people shouted Klaus when they saw really? me at the party. It was, it was stunning. It was, at, it was the right costume at the right party. That's also a big deal. Like you had the best costume in the world, but if it's not understood, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to have right. a really lame costume but people love it. It works. So, so this was this is the apex of both crazy costume and acceptance. I so felt people, actually like a, I felt fully alive. Was it moment. the cartoonist party that we were at? It was. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, Jay and I usually every year we go to a party with a bunch of cartoonists. Uh, and, what was Victor uh, dressed up as? That year, I don't remember. Um, it was two years ago. Oh, I think you might have been the prom. No, that was that was the year before that when you were the dead prom king and prom queen. <laughs> oh, you know, I think I'm. Was I dressed up as I I a, an English that. dandy? That might have been the English dandy. Yeah, I remember, I remember the time. An English dandy. What does that yeah, mean? Powdered like wig and uh, it just. And what is an English dandy? We were in shorts and like socks pulled up or something. Nope. 
I was wearing a costume that was mostly an English dandy costume. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Over the top, fancy, you know, yeah, decadent. It's just the, the the dandy part is the only part, the confusing part. All right. Uh, uh, you know what? And I'm going to say no bell on that question. Oh, I'll tell you why no bell. Uh, because I was there when you're wearing that costume. I didn't know what it was. And when you explained it to me, I fell asleep. Wow. That is just, you see the disconnect? This is more you're about just you than me, but I'll accept that. Yeah. I have a question, Jay. Was it regular Klaus Nomi or sexy Klaus Nomi? Well, I made it sexy, but it, it was the black, and white, the black and white outfit with the big shoulders and the tie and the white sure. face and the yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty sexy. That's time for question number three. All right, question number three. Uh, what is the most misguided work that has ever been turned into you? You mean uh, as a professor? Or professor or otherwise? What's the mis- what's the most misguided work that has ever been turned into you? Um, I once or? no, I'm trying to remember. My, my first crack of sound design on a movie of mine mm-hmm. was uh, it was a comedy, okay. and the sound design was delivered as comedy sound. Oh, really? The designer added funny sound effects and some like funny gasps and some off-camera voice stuff to make it funnier. Wow! And that was bad. Was this a professional sound designer? It doesn't this sound like a, it. a professional sound designer. Really? Was it like was it like yeah. Doing and Auga? <laughs> it, it wasn't quite that bad, but it was in that direction. Clearly, yes, that's where he was taking the design of the movie. Did it make the movie make, funnier? No, no, no. I took it all out. <laughs> oh, okay. So, how did that conversation go? Um, Were they like adamant about it? Like, you're an idiot, Jay. This is funny. Well, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't as satisfying as that actually, because what happened was the guy handed it in and also said, look, I can't do this project anymore. I got a much more expensive paid gig, but I'll give you what I have so far. So it was kind of great because I, I could take that stuff and not have to, not have to fire him or not have to say, what the hell? Okay. Why, why would you ever do that and not have to have the painful conversation of telling what I want? <laughs> that was sound designer did a lot of cartoon work and his stuff was much more grounded and realistic and much funnier. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be a bell on that question. I'll tell you why you get a bell because I had a nice big chunky laugh and I enjoyed it. <laughs> You're welcome. Like a good laugh. Uh, all right. So it's time for question number four. Jay, question number four. If you ran away from it all, where would you go? If you ran Ooh. away from it all, where would you go? Um, but summertime, so it'd be hot if I go there now. I would probably go to um, somewhere in the mountains in Europe. I don't care where, as long as there's mountains and there's Europe. Okay, so when you say mountains in Europe, do you mean like you want to be a hermit or you want to live in civilization in the mountains? Oh, civilization, totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? But like, but like near it, like like when you're when you're hiking around Switzerland, uh, mm-hmm. there's like signs telling you where. Like, it's it's very manicured. You're in the middle of nowhere, but every like ten minutes, you can stop for a coffee or a beer somewhere. Okay. Like some place like that, some place civilized where, if I wanted to, no one could find me. Ah, is and why? I mean, why do you think that is? What do you get there that you don't get here? Well, if you're running away from it all, because that was the, that was a prompt. That's true. Uh, there's you don't need to be as smart of, about it, Jeff. There's, <laughs> there's none of what is here. We have no mountains. I have no mountains outside. 
Um, no, no, nothing European. I got like a brick wall. Yeah, you are. You live in uh, New York, right? That's right. In the uh, Lower East, no, the East Village, ish, West Village, Chelsea, sure. Chelsea. Yeah, there's mountains upstate. You can go there upstate. There are, mountains. there are. That is true. So, I, if I wanted to run away from it all, I could go near more nearby. That's what you're saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, what is it called? Catskills. Uh, the, the Catskills. Right. That's right. All right. Well, Jay, thank you so much for that answer. I'm going to say no bell on that question. Ooh. I'll tell you why. It's because you were a smart ass. Uh, no. So, Fair had enough. you not been, definitely still you would have Bell. Wow, because uh, it's bringing back the old school rules. <laughs> it is. What are the old school rules, Dave? Well, you just yell at the guests and you decided if the rules don't apply at all. But that's always been the rules the entire I mean, well, yeah, those are the new school rules as well. Uh, question <laughs> number back. five. Question number five. Uh, what's the worst thing about actors? Oh gosh, um, so much. Um, they're really they, the worst. The thing I hate most about actors is yeah. when actors are really needy, like needy, needy, emotionally needy, needy in terms of help and how to do their job, needy <laughs> off. <laughs> out of the rehearsal space to get the courage to come back to the rehearsal space for the next day. Like that's oh, you uh, do sound like a film professor. They can be suck. They can suck a lot of life out of you. Like <laughs> empirically. So can you give me an example when um, something like that happened where an actor sucked the, the life out of you? Well, yeah. In one play I was working on this person. She was so needy. She would like shut down rehearsal and like have to process stuff and talk about things. And I was co-directing and she was like talking to her privately and talking to me privately about what she was telling her and having second guess everything. And it became so much work. It was like not worth the time. And did you and the other professors do a ritual murder of her? I can neither confirm nor deny that ritual murders take place in the college environment. All right. is, that, gonna... is that not the most surprising thing about college? I can neither confirm nor deny that ritual murder is the most surprising thing about college. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you a bell because the whole answer ended on a very scary note. All right. It is time for question number six. Question number six, Jay. In what way are you a daredevil? This is going to sound like a cop-out, so you know, I don't get a bell for this. I'm ready think, to not ring the bell. Go for it. I think retroactively, my life has been that of a daredevil. Okay. Meaning I've, yes. like, moved to a expensive city right. and spent my life trying to make things in industries that don't pay much money, mm-hmm. and I've stuck with it far past the point that most people I know have. Okay. And as a result, I have lived a more risky lifestyle slash experience than I would have imagined if I was that I had when I started it. So you think that your life has been a dare, just a daredevil's journey. That's right. That's my favorite of the Marvel films. Mm-hmm. The daredevil's journey. The, the, yeah. the, ben, the ben Affleck movie. Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, just, just coming of age. Yeah. And then that fight scene <laughs> with his wife, that was horrible. Yeah. Uh, well, trying to right. connect with his dad. Mm-hmm. This is really funny. Jill and Dave are playing two very different games. 
They did kind of work. <laughs> We're playing Daredevil Marvel Comics. He's playing Daredevil uh, mountain climbing, which would be uh, more Daredevilish. So I'm going to say no bell on that last question, and I'll tell you why. Is because uh, I didn't feel like your answer was very uh, exciting, even though I agree with you that you have had a Daredevil's journey, but your answer just wasn't that exciting. Well, that is all six of the questions that you have uh, been asked on the show, uh, Jay, and it's time to decide whether or not your appearance on the show is worth giving you five whole dollars. By the way, five whole dollars is legal tender. Now, Jay, before we decide whether or not you get five dollars, can you tell people out there where to find you? Uh, sure, yes, I am available on the internets. If you go to jaystern.com, that's J-A-Y-S-T-E-R-N.com, you can find out more about me there. And also our film festival, ironmulefest.com. Mm-hmm. You can find out about our film festival. All right, wonderful. Okay, Jay, uh, it's time to decide. Uh, let me ask around the room. Uh, Dave, what do you think? Should Jay get $5? Um, I'm going to vote yes, okay. because you weren't excited by his answers. So I was excited by some of them. He got bells. Mm-hmm. He got a couple of bells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also because you tried to pry out something more surprising about being a professor, which tried to be, you know, what did you want? A murder conspiracy or something? What was he talking about? I don't even remember. Ritual murder. Thank you. Ritual they, murder, they which, which he never admitted to. And and the fact that he never admitted to ritual murder, I would say he earned $5. All right. Uh, Jill, what do you think? Should we give Jay $5? Listen, you're, Victor, you're like a millionaire. Surely you can spare $5 for this starving He's a millionaire? Wow. I'm like a millionaire in that I have two arms and legs, I guess. (laughs) In that way, we're very similar. To some millionaires. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Surely surely you can spare $5 for this for this excellent guest on your program. Uh, we'll, we shall see. Let's ask uh, Rachel. Rachel, what do you think? Should we give Jay Stern $5? Jay is very pure, and I like him a lot, and he deserves at least yeah, $5. <laughs> okay. All right, so why don't we uh, get Rachel out of here? Uh, yeah. Jay, it looks like the consensus around the room is that you should get $5. What is your opinion? I've never been called pure before. I'm really surprised and moved by what Rachel said. That was so whether I get $5 or not, I feel I've won something today. Oh, great. Well, as long as it doesn't matter, no $5. Wonderful. Uh, thanks, Jay. Uh, thanks for settling it for me. Yeah. Great job. Uh, anyway, so, Dave, what did you learn from this week's show? I had no idea you were a millionaire. And <laughs> that, to me, was the most shocking part of today's show. And that if you're withholding... These measly five dollars from our guests, and we might have to rethink the rules here. I, I don't know what's going on. Well, as a millionaire, uh, you must understand that your opinion doesn't matter at all to me because I'm a millionaire. I just picture you swimming in it like Scrooge McDuck now, swimming in the point. Why don't you tell people where to find us online, Dave? Guys, you see where it says unseemlyquestions.com underneath? Check out that website or at six unseemly on all social media. All right. Dave, this has been great. Thanks. Tops, you're the best. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 